It's been more than four years since a federal mandate took effect requiring truck drivers to track their work hours with electronic logging devices. The reasons for requiring ELDs was pretty simple, to reduce hours of service violations and truck crashes. Well, recent research has determined the devices have indeed accomplished one of these goals, but not the other. This is the Eyes on the Road podcast presented by PrePass Safety Alliance, the provider of PrePass Waystation Bypass and electronic toll payment services. PrePass also includes informed software for improving safety scores and lowering toll-related costs. Online at PrePass.com. I'm Evan Lockridge, and thanks for joining me. For decades, truck drivers track their compliance with federal hours of service rules by paper and pencil. But all that changed with the electronic logging device mandate. Since the mandate took full effect in 2018, research was released three years later, showing the safety effects of the devices. The study from the University of Arkansas compared Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration truck inspection data from 2016, before the ELD mandate took effect, through 2019, the year after it took effect. It concluded the federal ELD mandate has not reduced truck crashes, and that the mandate's implementation also correlates with an increase in unsafe driving incidents. Joining me by phone to discuss this is one of the people who worked on the study. Andrew Balthrop is a research associate at the Supply Chain Management Center, located at the University of Arkansas Walton College of Business. Andrew, thanks for joining me. My first question for you, can you give us an overview of the study and some details about it? Yes. So we were trying to see whether these electronic logging devices had the effect they were intended to do, um, is to reduce hours of service violations and paperwork and administrative errors, but more importantly, whether they uh, reduce crashes. The idea with these electronic logging devices is to keep truckers from you know, driving when they're excessively fatigued by limiting you know, the hours that they can work. And so if there's less fatigued drivers on the road, they should be safer and they're more alert, uh, and that results in reduced accidents. So what we did was we kind of used that ELD mandate as sort of a natural experiment. We knew that there was a bunch of large carriers out there that had these ELDs installed for uh, for more than a decade. And so we used them as sort of a control group um, and looked at what their accident rates were doing before and after the mandate. And then we also figured that there was a bunch of kind of smaller carriers and owner operators that hadn't been using these electronic logging devices before. You know, when the mandate goes into effect is that they would all of a sudden turn these things on and start using them. And so the research design is what's known as a difference in difference design. And so we look at the difference between hours of service violations and smaller carriers that have this change in adoption before and after this mandate and subtract out the differences in these violations from larger carriers. And these larger carriers are just kind of serving as a control group because they shouldn't have been affected by the mandate. Nothing should have changed for them. And so what we find that not surprisingly, when uh, the mandate goes into effect, that hours of service violations uh, tend to be reduced. And there's a, a lot fewer of these logbook error violations and, and whatnot is that it's much more uh, much more readily apparent, you know, whether you're in violation of hours of service or, or not with these electronic logging devices. But kind of surprisingly, that we didn't see that crashes were reduced at all. Uh, crashes actually kind of increase slightly for, uh, for these carriers that were most uh, affected by the mandate. And what came to light was that there were some unintended consequences of the mandate. When you limit the hours of service, you kind of incentivize people to cram more in in those existing hours. Drivers were kind of 
a little bit more in a hurry. There's more speeding violations, you know, more unsafe driving behaviors like lane switching or following too closely. And we feel like that is what was explaining the slight uptick in crashes after uh, the mandate went into effect. Well, just how much did truck-involved crashes increase after the mandate took effect, and was it in any particular group? Yes. So crashes is is kind of a noisy variable, and I I don't have the paper right in front of me. It was a small increase in crashes. We're not talking about crashes going up by a thousand percent or anything like that. It was under a 10 percent increase in crashes. And I just want to be precise here for our listeners that that's overall, but the number of crashes for carriers with 2 to 20 trucks had a 9% increase, while independent owner-operators had an 11.6% increase in crashes. The way we were looking at this is that it was more significant that we were um, statistically very sure that crashes did not decrease. And these crashes, you know, the, the increase was tied to these smaller carriers, the owner-operators, uh, you know, and the, the fleets uh, with 20 or, or fewer power units. These were sort of the carriers that sort of uh, delayed longest in, in implementing these ELDs, and, and the mandate really caused to change their ELD status. Now, in addition to this, I understand there were some other unintended consequences of the ELD mandate. You know, when you have drivers that are paid by the mile, you know, this can be a good thing because it incentivizes what you want drivers to do, right, is to, to drive the miles. But it also kind of incentivizes speeding a little bit. And, um, I mean, people have known this for a, for a long time. And if you limit those hours, drivers are going to kind of be more rushed to, to get those miles in. One of the things, and you know, when you have this device that's just staring at you on the dashboard, right, and telling you how much longer you have to go, is that this can kind of also have the unintended consequence of kind of making you more aware of that ticking clock than you would have been with just a paper logbook. And so there's these kind of competing hazards here, right? Is it, is it more dangerous to, to drive faster? Is it more dangerous to drive a little bit more fatigued? And the ELD kind of takes the decision-making uh, away from you. It's making that clock essentially not fudgeable anymore. There's a kind of another intended consequence that we that sort of became apparent in this research is that these electronic logging devices also have this consequence of managers can kind of uh, more tightly manage their drivers now is that they know exactly where they are in the duty cycle, uh, whereas they wouldn't have this information necessarily with paper logs. And so kind of perversely is that this could result, uh, and I don't know if it is, is it will need some more uh, research on this, but this could result in drivers getting more tired on average. Not that anybody's violating the hours of service, but you're pushing everybody a little bit closer to that hours of service limit. As you get right to that 11 hour, well, that's a lot of driving in a day. Um, and you know you would expect to be more tired if you're pushing that limit than earlier on, even though you're not specifically violating any laws or any of the regulations. So that's kind of another maybe unintended consequence of these electronic logging devices. It's sort of interesting uh, also to think about these electronic logging devices produce a a lot of data. Otherwise, you can see where the trucks are and how they're moving. uh, And it's possible that this data could be used, you know, to make trucking markets uh, more efficient is to know where drivers are going, where drivers are being detained, you know, and to be better at doing business with this, with this information. So people don't think you and I are just talking doom and gloom. There was one thing that stood out in the study positively when it comes to LDs, and that was having to do with hours of service violations when it comes to form and manner. What happened there, Andrew? Right. So the electronic logging devices really reduce 
those type of HOS violations is that they really made it much easier to report hours of service uh, and much less likely for there to be errors and hours of service reporting beforehand. And so we looked at that kind of thing to, you know, just make sure the ELD mandate is doing what it was intended to do um, and that uh, people were adopting these uh, electronic logs. I think it, the mandate was successful in that, um, is that these uh, these logging devices have been widely adopted and there have been reduced paperwork errors. What's been the reaction to this ELD study from the trucking industry? I was sort of excited about how how people reacted to this paper and, and thought it was important. I think a lot of independent owner operators and smaller carriers were talking for a long time about incentives um, and how that these ELDs can create bad incentives for drivers. And by uh, really... Uh, putting a hard line on those hours is that you have that incentive to use the other margin that drivers control is with speed, essentially. I know a lot of larger carriers, they were kind of initially surprised by these results, uh, but then they immediately pointed to speed limiters as potentially uh, the reason for this uh, kind of uptick in crashes is that you don't see this happen with a lot of larger carriers because a lot of larger carriers have speed limiters there. Um, so they take away that other that other margin for drivers. So if you start talking about speed limiters, that's sort of a, a separate can of worms. Do you really want, you know, trucks, one going 62 miles an hour and one going 62.0001 miles an hour. And it takes them right 34 minutes to pass each other in an interstate and blocking everybody up. Uh, so there's other things to think about with those speed limiters, but I think that might be part of the story as well. Then what might be some implications of the study's findings for trucking regulators? In other words, do you think this may push regulators to move ahead with requiring speed limiters on trucks? Um, I think the study, what it really points out to is uh, that regulations are hard, uh, that the trucking industry is a is a very complicated place and people have a lot of different incentives. And when you try and and fix one thing, you, know, you create problems in, in other areas and you have these unintended consequences that are always going to be there uh, with these with these complex systems. Uh, and so, you know, I hesitate to, to call for, uh, for a whole bunch of new regulations, you know, is that I think one of the goals of this research and one of the goals of the, uh, the Supply Chain Management Research Center um, at the University of Arkansas is to uh, is to assess how well policy is doing what it was intended to do. Um, and so I don't know if I want to speculate on what would happen if we did, you know, X, Y, or Z, right? Is it what the study shows is that these ELD uh, regulations had the intended effect of reducing some of these HOS violations, but they kind of didn't make the roads any safer. Uh, and so we, you look at this, and I, I kind of think it kind of underscores the need for humility on the part of, of regulators, I guess, to to really understand the system that they're they're trying to control, right, and really understand the incentives that drivers are facing, and uh, and so on. Anything you found surprising in this study? I, I think it's sort of a I, I like it this study because it's kind of a textbook example of you know the unintended consequences that you push in one place and then you get uh, pushed back in a in a different area um, that another problem kind of becomes worse uh, while you're fixing one problem. In doing this study, this is was one of the first uh, studies that I did into the trucking industry, and it's just uh, kind of underscores what a fascinating place it is, um, and what a what a fascinating industry the the trucking industry 
is. That I kind of blown away at uh, how much regulation there is, but also kind of blown away at how much available technology there is and how the trucking industry has kind of been slow to use some of it. One of the things <laughs> that kind of fascinates me, right, is that we're kind of in this age of, of big data with people using analytics and uh, these big data sets everywhere. And the trucking industry, I think, kind of has actually lagged behind kind of other industries in, in that respect. And so, you know, looking at these ELDs and the information they are collecting, you know, it's a potentially powerful tool, uh, this information that's being collected, uh, that in the long run, you know, might actually help uh, the industry be more efficient and so help drivers uh, as well. And so I kind of think that the, we haven't seen all the, the long-term consequences of this mandate yet in terms of, you know, part of the benefit is the information that these things are producing um, that, that can be used. That is Andrew Balthrop, research associate at the University of Arkansas, who worked on the study with Alex Scott from the University of Tennessee and Jason Miller at Michigan State. Andrew, thanks for your time. Thanks so much for having me. And that will do it for this edition of the Eyes on the Road podcast, sponsored by PrePass. Don't forget to visit the PrePass website at prepass.com, where you can hear previous episodes of this podcast, as well as read articles about trucking industry developments and white papers on how to improve your trucking operation. Be sure to follow PrePass on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. I'm Evan Lockridge. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to keep your eyes on the road.